Hey podcast, hope you guys are having a wonderful week so far, either listening to this on a Monday evening, right after the doctor's note, or on into the week as you're working out, or uh, taking a walk, or a break from work, Uh, we appreciate you guys being here. Um, This week, we're starting a a two-week series at the moment on autoimmune disease, uh, depending on you know, how far we get next week. It might be a three-week series, uh, but this week is, is the start of it. Uh, Dr. Rogers is basically going to uh, riff for about, for about seven minutes just on autoimmune disease. So uh, I think pretty much everyone can relate uh, to autoimmune diseases. Um, they either know someone who has uh, Hashimoto's or type 1, uh, arthritis. Um, it's amazing how many things are actually in autoimmune disease. Uh, it's something I learned um, in this conversation. So anyways, uh, I hope you'll stick around for the whole seven minutes. Uh, I think you'll get a ton out of it. Um, so without further ado, here is Dr. Rogers um, talking about autoimmune disease. First of two weeks. Dr. Rogers, you talk a lot about autoimmune diseases. So, and, and I, we've been kind of mulling over um, doing a, a series on autoimmune, and I, I think now is as good a time as any to, to start. So, why don't you begin by telling us what an autoimmune disease is? The cause of an autoimmune disease is always the same. Our immune system, which is supposed to protect us from invading organisms, turns against us and attacks our proteins, cells, and tissues. The ones they attack, depending on which organ uh, it is, like in Hashimoto's thyroiditis, it'll be the thyroid gland. In rheumatoid arthritis, it'll be the tissues of your joints. Um, In psoriasis, which is an autoimmune disease, it'll be uh, your own immune cells attacking the layers of your skin. So it's really interesting on autoimmune disease. Um, they're so common and they're so misunderstood that um, I felt like we ought to probably talk about them. Um, they estimate over 50 million people in the U.S. suffer from at least one autoimmune disease, like lupus or MS, celiac, Crohn's, psoriasis, fibromyalgia. Chronic fatigue is probably an autoimmune disease rheumatoid arthritis. There's about a hundred of them. And uh, the symptoms are so different. And a lot of times it's sporadic, it's hard to pin down and getting a proper diagnosis can be really difficult. Um, So that's why a lot of doctors kind of tend to kind of gloss over them and really not want to spend a lot of time on them. well, let me ask you. So, so why, you know, why is it so difficult to tell when someone has an autoimmune disease? That's because there's no single test that can definitively determine whether you have an autoimmune disease or not. Um, probably half of all sufferers of autoimmune disease were initially labeled as hypochondriacs in the early stages of the disease before it, say, like to attack their joint and the rheumatoid factor would be positive in their bloodstream. So. Um, it's really greatly underdiagnosed, um, and, and yet so many people are suffering from it. Right. I mean, the, walking around with autoimmune diseases. Oh, fifty million Americans. How many? How many are there? Thirty, 
300 million Americans, so right. a lot of people. Um, it's an epidemic, really. I mean, look at look at our United States census. I mean, half of all Americans take at least two prescription drugs. We're really not supposed to be this unhealthy. And I think autoimmune disease is, is really one of those that causes a lot of cost and chronicity and a lot of uh, suffering. And these patients go from specialist to specialist and they endure a lot of tests to really know no avail um, because the, it's hard to treat too. There's really no cure for it. Um, there's treatment for it, but cure, maybe not. So what you need to do is get to what causes it and try to prevent it. Interestingly, women are about three times as likely to develop an immune disease as men are. Um, and once you have one, you're at a greater risk for developing another autoimmune disease. Well, is that just because your immune system is already um, turning against itself? Is, is that why? Right. I mean, you know, it's your your cells, your immune cells are already attacking one um, gland like your thyroid, and they're much more likely to let your defense down and it attacks another one. Um, so, yeah, you're a lot more likely to, to have more than one. Well, wait, wait, you mentioned this before we started recording, but I didn't realize that type 1 diabetes is an autoimmune disease. Yeah, type 1 diabetes is definitely an autoimmune disease. Something kicks off um, your, the cells in your body to attack your pancreas, the uh, islet cell glands of the pancreas that produce insulin, and it totally knocks it out. So you can't uh, control your blood sugars. Well, let me explain kind of what I take from that because it's going to lead to my next question. To me, it seems like, you know, getting back to you know, type 1, I always thought that the person was out of control of that. So are we in control at all as to whether or not our, you know, cells will just start attacking our bodies? Probably. Like, what, I mean, what, what control do we have? Well, you know, genes do predispose you to have an autoimmune disease. There's no doubt about that. I mean, there's been about 70 gene variants that have been identified to increase your risk of an autoimmune disease. One of them is one we check all the time, the MTHFR gene that, you know, controls methylation. And uh, that's certainly been tied to a lot of autoimmune diseases like type 1 diabetes, Hashimoto's thyroiditis, Graves' disease, rheumatoid arthritis, um, MS, um, and probably certain types of cancer and maybe even Alzheimer's disease. So um, your genetics do play a factor, but something has to trigger those genes to kind of, uh, or that immune system off. And you may be predisposed to it, but that doesn't mean it has to happen to you or that you can't reverse it. So to develop an autoimmune disease, you first must have a genetic predisposition to it. Um, the second thing you have, you have to have, which we've talked about in the past, is a uh, leaky gut or gut dysbiosis. You know, something that you eat probably, which causes the root cause of most illnesses, I think, uh, that or stress. But um, something causes a leaky gut, and there's got to be, a, in addition to that, there's got to be some triggering event like an infection or a toxin exposure like I said, stress, or maybe even a severe nutritional deficiency. Um, so you gotta look at your gut too, and we'll, we'll probably take that up in the next session okay. on uh, 
you know, what you can do to try to prevent these things and even maybe even reverse them without having to go on these high-dose steroids and, uh, you know, causing a lot of side effects. So we'll, we'll do that on the next, uh, next week's talk. Well, it's a great place to stop, Dr. Rogers. We'll uh, end this um, portion of the series and resume next week. Okay, thanks, Ben. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. That was the end of our conversation. Uh, We really appreciate you being here, and we'd also really appreciate it if you subscribed to the podcast. I know a lot of you guys are listening but aren't subscribed yet. Uh, We'd really appreciate if you you subscribed. It it helps us uh, get found on iTunes and uh, ultimately uh, get this information out to to more and more people. Uh, Guys, we'll see you next week. Thank you so much for being here.